0: Nerd Game Club. Welcome to the Nerd lag Game Club Podcast. The podcast where we play games instead of reading books. I'm Corey and I'm joined by three party members today. Lauren Hey Tunza.
1: Yo 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 Yo
0: And Dan Boy. Hello. In this episode of The Game Club, we're climbing the floors of a massive tower and playing 20... Oh, actually, it's 2006's Yee's Origin. Yee's Origin was initially released on December 21st, 2006, and was developed by Falcom and published by both Falcom and XSeed Games. Falcom has developed a ton of games, including a bunch of games in the Yee series, the Legend of Heroes series, and a sleeper hit for Lauren. Tokyo Xanadu. Before we get any further into Yi's origin, I want to give the spoiler warning, and I would recommend playing this game before listening to the episode. There is a lot that is going to go on in this episode. Uh, This was our game for the month of October, and I'm going to give a brief summary of the story for Yi's origin. Our story opens up with two goddesses of Yi's, Fina and Rhea, As they mysteriously disappear from their home in Solomon's Shrine. A search party consisting of members of the Holy Knights of Yees Are sent to the the ground. So the Solomon's floating in the air. And it is sent to the ground. In search for the goddesses. We end up leading ourselves into a giant tower. And the story goes from there. Uh, You have the option to play as two different characters. When you start the game. You can use... Unica or Hugo. So I went with the Unica route, and then Hugo has his own story. They kind of like intertwine a bit. But I don't really know anything about Hugo's story, so I, I won't be talking too much about that one. Yeah, so each episode we break up the main points of the games between us. And starting with gameplay and mechanics, Tunza is going to tell us about
1: those for Ys Origin. I mean, this is
2: a typical, like, action RPG, like, in a way, I'm going to say button masher for me, just because uh, me playing as Hugo, and I just spray the attack button. Uh, you have uh, three different skills, and I don't know, see, I don't, it's weird, because I don't know how to describe your guys'. So, Hugo, you, you get three different skills, you get um, a shield bubble thing, mines, and then, like... A, you fire spins around you and then you get a boost that does like boost damage and spray farther. I don't know what your guys' skills are.
0: Um, For Unica, you have a spin attack, which is the first skill you get, so you can spin in a circle like really rapidly and do damage like that. It's almost like a, being like a top. Like you can kind of bounce off the enemies that way. Then you get a like ground strike? Is that how you would describe that one, Lauren? The yellow skill?
3: Yeah, you uh, use almost like a hammer type of skill that when you hit the ground, it shoots up almost like lightning.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, that one's kind of hard to explain, but it does, like, massive mm-hmm. damage to, like, armored enemies. Yep. Um, and then the last skill you get is Unica's dad's swords, like, special ability and you can shoot like they're almost like arrows of fire from the tip of the sword.
3: Yeah, when you use the uh charged one it looks like a phoenix flying out of it.
0: So that's what our two skills are. And then our burst that you get up like later in the game, it basically build it has like a big ring, like a big orange ring that appears on the ground. Anything in it takes like rapid hits. At like, uh, I think at my level, I was doing like fifty-eight a hit, but it hits like every like third. I don't know. It's like every second or something. It's really fast. It does a ton of damage.
2: Uh, and that's basically it. You traverse through the levels, collecting uh, collectibles that are power-ups, armor, armor boots, and then ruby. Ruby? Uh, I, I, are those em- the same? Is it root? Is it Emerald? t- emeralds? Topaz or top, however you say yeah, that. Topaz, Ruby.
0: emerald, and rubies.
2: And then the, re, re, the fucking fruit you give to the ruse. Can't remember. R- R- I... Rondu fruit.
0: Yeah. Rondu? Rondas
3: fruit. Rondos. It's R O D A. There's no N in there.
1: Oh, Okay. Roda? I don't know. Roda?
3: <laughs> yeah Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of strange (laughs) names in this game, so we're going to butcher it. it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's like the more like you know when I'm playing it, it's fine, and then it's been like a couple days, and it's like how I was reading it is probably or like how I pictured my head is like gone. (laughs)
0: Um, Outside of that, there's a ton of bosses in this game. So as you progress through the floors, there's typically like a boss with either like a massive creature or like another human character. Um, you get those pretty commonly throughout the whole game and a lot of those bosses um, I think they overlap but there are bosses that you guys have that we don't.
3: I didn't know uh, that.
2: It's yeah, a, It's
0: only one. Is it just the one? Yeah. Because I know like I, Dan mentioned. Well it.
2: technically I think it's only one. I'm looking right now
0: yeah because dan mentioned it the other day when i saw it to him and i'm like never fought that person
2: yeah and then you fight somebody twice that we only fight once um
0: did you have anything else for gameplay
2: no i mean it's your uh, i don't know typical action rpg
0: yeah and as i I guess you can mention the fact that when you go around the towers and you defeat enemies you get XP, you level up makes you stronger You can uh, the you statues can will let you buy upgrades for your character um, the only thing that this action RPG doesn't really have is like new weapons
2: you just upgrade the weapon you start with
0: mm-hmm.
2: I mean yeah, technically you're gaining weapons but they're your skills
0: yeah, but it's it, your actual weapon. Ours does change when we switch to the the fire skill. Because we switch from using our battle axe to using our dad's sword.
3: Yeah, the like crimson lotus blade.
0: That's cool. I didn't know that was your character's dad either. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's a pretty neat little addition. But uh, okay, let's move on to art design. So, Lauren was going to tell us about the art design for Yee's Origin.
3: So, I was telling Corey this. When it comes to Falcom, there's not a lot that's like out there, art wise. The same teams work on most of the Yee's games. I mean, they all worked on that one, did The Ark of Nepotism, Oath mm-hmm. of Pelgana, Memories of Salsetta. So, the games that were on like the PSPs, the. Vita and then some of the newer stuff too. Pretty much the same team across the board. Some of them also work on the Trails of Cold Steel and you know other Falcom games but the one guy that does the art scenes that are in there he actually he did work on those games I mentioned but besides that he does visual novels. That's really what he does outside of video games. His name is, I can't even, I'm sure I can't pronounce this right, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tai it. Shunzuki? Yeah, that's a
1: good yeah.
3: idea. <laughs> Something like that. So I thought that was good. He does the art style, like the art scenes for all those games. I'm sure he probably does them for the newer ones. He is so hard to find on the internet, though. Like, it is really hard to find unless you just find that artwork and that's it. Or a couple
2: visual novels. Yeah, you can find, like, concept art for all their games and stuff. I mean, I've been a big fan yeah. of, like, Exceed yeah. and like for a while. Like, I own probably most of their things. They all come with, like, art books and, like, so the yeah. art's there. Just, I, uh, yeah, finding somebody that's for not the sure. whole entity, like, singling them out would be difficult with a Japanese company.
3: Yeah, from what I was reading, like I know the newer games, like the PS4 games, come with art books, like you said. I guess the older games didn't, so they ended up releasing a book that has all the concept art from the other, like all the older games all put together. It's like 40 Are bucks, you could buy it.
0: You, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'd like to point out the fact that the game, that since you kind of didn't really mention it, the game is like 32-bit. So it's like a newer, like, looking, like, Super Nintendo game, if that makes sense.
3: Definitely. Um, It does not look like the newest games. It does not look like 8 or 9. It is... I keep referring it as an older JRPG, like, art style, but I wouldn't say, like, old, like East 1 and 2 is newer looking than that.
0: Yeah, it has almost like an RPG maker look. Yeah. Um, if you've ever seen any of those games. It, it does look really good, though. Like, the cutscenes oh, yeah. are nice and stuff. It's just kind of... I just wanted to point that out because most people think of Ys and they think of, like, 8 and 9, which are, like, full 3D experiences. That is not what we played. mm Yeah, we played, like, a hybrid Yeah, it's an action RPG, but it's like that more like old RPG style. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: All right. uh, Up next is sound and music. So Dan is going to tell us about the sound design and music for Ye's Origin.
1: All right. So the sound and the music for Ye's. So. (laughs) Yes. I I don't know where to go with this. I knew Um, that was coming. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I really got here is Falx. What is it? Fal What is Falcons like? Actual thing? Not Nihon. Nihon. Yeah.
3: Nihon. Falcons. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. They have their own uh, special team. Team, I guess, designated to doing the whole sounds for, like, all their games, which it's just Falcom Sound Team J J D K, And they... They do the work for, like, all their games. Like, all their sound in every single game. They have the same studio, same people, just just going at it. And then they... They will go back to, like, older projects that they've kind of, like, they worked on for, like, older games that they kind of just, like, tossed away, and they'll kind of bring those back to, like, put those into newer games, and it's it's all kind of interesting. Then you also have another guy who's a freelance worker named... Uh, I'm gonna mess this all up. Yuka Hairo Jindo? I don't know. I totally messed that name up. That's anyway, okay. he, he's a freelance freelance worker, like, composer. And I guess he works on a lot of Falcom games. Like, he's he's basically just contracted by them to just help them make some sounds and songs for them for all their games. Like, it's it's mostly just Yee's, uh, what's the other game? It's like Heroes something.
2: Uh, the Legend Heroes. of Heroes. Legend of
3: Heroes yeah yeah
1: that one yeah yeah it <laughs> on those ones as well sounds <laughs> yeah, it
2: sounds yeah. really good, yeah sounds really good in this game it's uh I don't know, it's like it ramps up during boss battles it uh when you're exploring the world, they do a pretty good job of like
1: atmospheric sound yeah I, I will say whenever you i think it's the water place where you have to kinda you know you have to get the little item to help you breathe underwater longer that part i think i think it's that part i don't i don't remember exactly the music in it reminds me of i think it's the water levels from super mario 64 that's all i could think about the entire time
0: Yep. that's like uh those like really there's like those parts in the games that are like sort of like tensiony like like, mm-hmm. oh, man, like we're explaining about what's about to happen. And in the background, it's like almost like a weird upbeat dubstep. And I'm like, what is going on? Back <laughs> in Magic? Like, it just doesn't really fit. But then like the more you sit there and you listen to it, it's kind of like, no, this actually works here. This works here. Um, yeah, I was streaming this uh, for a good majority of me playing it. And that was, like, the one thing that really stood out when I first started the game, was just, like, the sound design. Like, it sounds good when you're attacking enemies, the music really brings you in uh, to the story. And I think the story takes a little bit to take a grasp of you, but the music Mm -hmm. definitely brought me right in. So then I was like, I'm into this, let's do it.
3: Yeah, I would say even in the, where there's the enemies that blow the bubbles, like, it makes a good, like, bubble sound and stuff. Like, I thought they did a good job of sound.
1: Oh, now that you say something about that. The little, little like, slime enemies, there's, like, all the different variants of those. Mm-hmm. They make, like, a little Little like droplet sound whenever they move, and it's like as soon as you enter into the area that they're in, that's all you hear—just constantly (laughs) like water droplings, constantly. It is so annoying. (laughs) I I couldn't
2: hear it over just blasting fucking attack. (laughs) It's like fire, like fighting in a ship when you're playing Hugo. (laughs) (laughs) All right,
0: uh, let's move into the next stage of our podcast. See what I did there? See that? See that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, yeah. we're, uh, uh, about... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about anything that made an impact. So does anyone wanna open up the floor? Is there any bosses you wanna jump right into?
2: How do we want do you wanna just go through the bosses?
0: I think the bosses are probably the parts that stand out the most outside of like you, story you, moments. Hey, can,
3: can I can I okay. say something before we do bosses though? Yeah, I like yeah. I like the cutscenes when they're like anime. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Corey literally said, "Streaming as soon as it started." This is why Lauren likes this game because of the anime cutscene.
2: Uh, yeah, because that, like, that's how every single one of their games is.
3: I know, and they're so good.
0: It like opens like an anime intro. It's like the weirdest, yep. like out of the blue kind of thing because the rest all of the game.
3: All- yeah, all their games do that though. All yeah, of them even the have Legends anime of- beginning cutscenes.
0: Yeah, and then like after that, it's just like normal. Like it doesn't really have that vibe anymore.
2: I think I'm yeah. just used to that because even like the like like the trails like uh, uh, like Tales of like a Rise and stuff like the like the new ones. It's like they open and it's like, dude, you could have just made this an anime. <laughs>
3: yeah, for sure.
2: But
0: yeah, it's uh it, it opens like an anime and then you get those uh those cutscenes throughout the game that are done really well like graphically like there's one yeah. that shows like the rise of the tower there's like the one towards the end that shows like the tower connecting to solomon shrine like they're fully animated cutscenes instead of like just your dialogue and people moving around in that 32 bit so credit to the art team on those
2: yeah so what I think we should do real quick though is just go through and do um just parts without bosses and then we'll do bosses and story at the end how about that like that I, I want to talk about like Devil's Corridor like because I know we're, we have a different me and Dan did something different than you guys and I think that's very interesting yeah but, I, th- I
1: like, me and you did something different. Like No, like, they... And like, like, there's Unica.
2: Hard. They play, like... The Devil's Corridor, you can't progress. Like, it hurts you, like... the uh, the Like, the sound from the, like... Uh, oh, God, what is that called? Well,
0: we don't really know where it's coming from in our game. You guys, it's... You don't pass it organ? on your way up. Well, you notice Oregon. it, but that's not, like your character doesn't even like talk about it she's like oh this is like some weird devil made noise is basically what she says
3: yeah
2: i think that's what you say when it you like walk past it. i clicked on it like originally when i was on my way up and was like what's this
1: but uh i'm i'm, I'm so sorry where are we talking about the you devil's guys... corridor I don't know the name. That's the one
2: where you can't progress. It, like you, like it hurts you as you walk through the area. Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: We
2: I, get a hammer to break the organ. They play a harmonica.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: So um, when you, I much you there's... didn't do that? I don't know. Now I'm confused. What you did, Dan?
1: No, that, that's that's what I did. I I thought. Never mind. Just, just go ahead. <laughs>
0: Um, So when we enter that area, basically Unica says, like, you know, this noise, it's like, makes my body feel weird. She's like, oh, I don't know how much I can deal with this. If you try to play the harmonica that Lady Rhea gives you, like, is it Rhea or Fina that gives that to you? Fina? Because you're supposed to give it to Rhea. Yes. So Fia gives you a harmonica, you go into that room, and you play it. You're trying to play the song that they played to you when you were a child, and you don't remember it exactly, so it doesn't do anything, and then you find what is a Rue, which is like a dog? Demon
2: dog (laughs) or something else. Is that what you would consider that? I don't know. It speaks ancient language. It's like a...
3: It is a demon, because they say something about it, but I would say it's, like, a mixture of a dog and a kangaroo. It's, like, small and kind of like a kangaroo, but kind of like a dog. It's weird.
0: So, if you go a little bit into Devil's Corridor, you you can come outside on a balcony. The Rue is there, you give him one of the fruits, and... In our game, he show he knows the song because they were actually like the pets of the goddesses. So they know the song that she used to play. So then it plays the song so that we can learn the song. And then when we come back into Devil's Corridor, we can play the harmonica again. And this time it gets rid of the noise in Devil's Corridor. It like changes the direction, is how they kind of explain it. Um, of how the like the noise like comes into the room and out of the room. So that is how you do it with Unica.
2: Uh, he gives you a hammer, you go smash. <laughs> Which
1: that I can figure out. That took me so long to figure out. Uh,
2: I uh, I died running back out. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, so in the like beginning of the game you get that item that lets you fast travel between like the statues, you know mm-hmm. I didn't know that let you travel to any of them, so I didn't use that until like halfway through the game. I just kept like running like back and forth between everywhere, and so I kind of forgot the thousand items, so i try kept trying to like run through like as fast as I could, and I just kept dying
2: the uh, same. And then Corey's like, "It tells you the beginning of the game." I was like, "Yeah." And then I was like, "I also started this game like three months ago, like on my own, without <laughs> like before the podcast." I was like, "I don't remember the beginning at all."
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you get the hammer, and then you make your way back to the last statue, and then the one girl pops up, and she's kind of like talking to you, like one of the ev- like bad people is talking to you, and you can like. She can either give you a hint or you can just kind of be like cocky asshole like you are and just tell her like you'll figure it out yourself. Then you go to a room where there's a bunch of like organ like pipes connected to like pillars and you have to go and break one of them. But it's like I don't know what makes you be able to break them because you only have to break one. And it's like I clicked on like all of them and it was just like, oh, like there's there's organ pipes connected to these and there's music coming out and i just clicked on all of them and nothing would happen and then eventually it's just like oh this one has a in." and it's like why like i already clicked on this one like five times
2: hmm. i'm glad, kind of glad that we didn't have that
1: i just um,
2: went back to like the one i interacted with on my way there hmm. and okay. it's like our version of it a bit better well, yeah, there's some differences that, like, I think the final boss is different for you guys. A little bit different
0: for you too. Lauren, did you have anything that's not boss or story related? Well, it could be kind of story related, but...
3: I don't think so. Um,
0: I, I like the uh, environment changes throughout the game, though. Like, even though we're in a tower, there's, like, a floor that dimension that's like water. Um There's a floor that's like magma or fire. There's the sand level. Like, well, it's a couple levels of the floor, but it's sand that you can like fall into like quicksand. Um There's like the mirror room towards the end. There's like the ice room. And then like in well, the that's Like a uh,
2: poison coral or whatever i don't know i thought it was underwater
0: but no not underwater it was like a like your stereotypical scary like woods is what that reminded me of like it's all i, don't know, I swear it
2: played like water music from like <laughs> every other game
0: yeah but that there's like that one where there's like these weird shrimp things that shoot bubbles at you also
2: you know just- electric fish things you're telling me that wasn't water this whole time? <laughs> I don't think it's water. It was there's no re- water. Yeah, there's no it's like reason poison it gas, be. like or something. Because like if you watch the plants, but it's like why am I finding a plant and fish monster on land?
0: Yeah, and then like the first couple floors are just like normal tower, like it's just like brick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I do like that they change that up, even though we're in a tower. They lo- This game loves towers, because you're in a tower, and then you go to the little side tower, and then you go to the other portion of the tower. They just love towers.
3: There's a tower. Yes. Uh,
0: <laughs> but I don't really think I have anything else outside of bosses. time, Yeah, I guess we could start with bosses. Alright, so do we have a list of the order that we face them in?
2: I mean, they're out of order. You encountered bosses after like we did. Oh. Because like, ours is like Aponia, uh, uh, the head, like fucking, I don't
1: know. Yeah.
2: I don't know how to describe The guy you shoot his brain, like once he's like
3: Somebody just pull up a list of. I have a
2: list. I can't. Oh,
3: okay.
2: Like Velagorn Gon Gontra. I don't know know his name is. The abbreviation is the gangly beast. Yeah, just call him him the the abbreviation.
3: Yeah, just call him the abbreviation.
2: The gangly beast. So you guys,
0: you guys start with Epona.
2: Yeah. We
0: start with like that weird bat
2: demon. That's
3: our third one, yeah, we
0: start with the bat demon, yeah, where he like it's like a demon, and then once you get him to like half health, he starts like teleporting well it's not it's not really teleporting, he like transforms he into a bunch away. of bats, and then there's like mal there's like he can go into like multiples, mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you can do yeah. damage to either set, but uh it, it's pretty easy, I think it's I mean, it's mainly for us just to learning the basics of the game, right. He's our third boss. That's interesting that you guys face him so late because I think I felt like that boss was really easy.
3: Same.
2: Um once I got like this shield upgrade, it was like a cakewalk
0: And then you said you guys do Epona first, which for us, Epona's a little later in the game.
3: Mm-hmm. And we
0: face her twice. Yep. Um, is it the same is it in this it's in different areas then so you guys face so you burst?
2: yeah so you guys verse him like um like kind of the same things like they're the same like areas like floor seven is good old centipede guy or whatever it is uh, the f-
0: everyone's favorite the tiger boss.
3: So is it just the small bosses and the characters that we face out of order?
2: Uh, yeah, like, we, we fight, like, Total Fact, which is your brother. Mm. And then you guys fight this Kish gal, which is with Eponia. We only fight him once.
0: We fight him. We fight him twice, but the first fight with him, you don't have to win.
2: That's uh, our Total um... Fact. Like, fight our first one with him. Is his name total? Yeah. total? Total. I, I keep calling him Total. That's how I was reading it. Because, <laughs> like, he's like Hugo Fact, and I was like, Total Fact. And then the <laughs> dad's something weird, too. Uh Yeah, so it goes like uh, Centipede Guy, like Total Fact for us, Gear Arm Guy, Um, Mage Dude in the Annex Tower, Plant Thing. Uh, bug thing when you get like demon powers I don't know if you guys get demon powers
1: mantis mantis yeah. we
0: do not get demon
1: powers
2: yeah go, uh, yeah and see this is where we're gonna have different things like so Hugo gets like tempted because he's like an egotistical like wants power to beat his brother and so he's like Sasuke <clears throat> basically. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, he wants power. He, you know, he runs into the final boss. The final boss is like, I'll give you a trial of demon power. I promise you it won't fuck you over. And it fucks you, you know, it fucks you over. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That's interesting, because we have the uh, lack confidence, build confidence story. Yeah. For Unica, mm-hmm. she's an apprentice knight. When she gets there, she like is, is exploring on her own. She's achieving like, a lot of things, but then she realizes like she's weak. All the other holy knights kind of treat her like shit because they're like you're not strong enough to be on your own. Like you can't do this by yourself. Like you need to stop doing this. And then we have like that stereotypical story where she feels guilty for letting one of the late, like letting lady Fina get captured. And then she's like, I don't even think I want to be a knight anymore. And then that's when you like talk to your dad. Like he's like a ghost on his sword.
2: Yeah. And we're, we run into your dad too. We're like, we're going to take no power from your sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he
0: yeah. gives us our that power. And he like tells us like, we know the answer to like our confidence, basically like, or, we're also considered weak because we can't use magic. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's like that underdog story with Unica, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, someone that shouldn't be as strong, but ends up being the strongest because she, like, works with her strengths and, you know, ignores her weaknesses, basically.
2: Yeah, Hugo's pretty much like kind of like a douchebag, like Sasuke. He's out for revenge against his brother. Wants to be, like, the best. Gets, like, his ego shattered and then has just been trying to, like, figure out his, like, place in the world. Like, why he does everything, because everything's been done, like, set in stone by his family.
0: Do you... When do you meet Unica? Because we meet Hugo, like, pretty late in the game for the first time.
1: They talk about him, but we don't actually Mm -hmm. meet him. Because I think... In our story, Unica is the one that like gets separated during, yeah, the and then uh,
2: Dino okay. after they meet up.
1: Well, Dino goes to like find her. I believe. Yeah, but when we meet up with everybody,
2: they're not there. And then I want to say it's after the Gear Arm boss guy. Yes, I I believe so. It's. I think it's. I think it's before the annex. It's right before the annex. I think.
0: Because we, we meet or, him, like, right before the for Rado's Annex. Like, that side yeah. that side. Yeah, it's it probably, yeah. like, the
1: same part then. But, like, leading up to
0: that, they basically tell us, like, hey, Hugo's here, but... He's a dick. He, Yeah, basically, <laughs> it's like, he's not a... He doesn't like to do things with people, so, like, he's just doing his own thing.
2: Yeah, it's basically it's uh, the whole thing.
0: Um, okay, so let's, uh... Even though, Adam like, it we'll just not go in order we'll just talk about each boss individually. Let's talk about that Velagunder, the gang Beast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically it is a massive creature that has a face as his pelvis and once you stun him, he his arm you can run up his arms and his like helmet that covers his brain pops open and then you can attack his brain. He also shoots out these bugs that if you let him swallow, they will heal him. Um, but a very easy boss fight for me. I actually beat this first try. Uh, I...
1: I think I died once.
0: Yeah, he yeah. kind of, he just like shoots <laughs> like poison, like gunk at you. That's about it.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, he's pretty basic. He has, like, a laser thing where you can, like, zigzag and run from it.
3: Yeah, I feel like that boss was easy.
1: Yep.
0: This is uh, funny, because this is the only boss I remembered from when Lauren streamed this, like, two or three yeah. years ago.
2: <laughs> Same. I also was like, oh, that must be later in the game. It was, nope. like, first, like, after or two. <laughs> um,
1: I've
3: made it all the way streaming that game all the way until the final boss and I never fought it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh but for us it's like the bat guys next. I just want to say you guys like had the easy. I just when he turned to that bat form, he just shred my health so fast. So it just all I did is go out and I found an emerald and like came back and beat him.
0: Yeah, I mean, for us it was just staying away from him when he was flying around. Yeah. And then as soon as he, like, landed in his, like, full demon form, we could just beat the shit out of him. And it was, there was like, nothing that he actually really did to us.
3: Yeah, he was, he was pretty easy too.
0: I feel like a badass because our first three bosses, I beat two of them first try and I died to the bad guy once because I was still trying to figure out how to play. At that point, so I was like, "Yeah, like I got these bosses; they're in the bag." And then our fourth boss is the stupid centipede.
1: Fucking hate that thing. I don't
0: even know. How, I don't know how you say his name,
2: Tilger? I don't know. I just called it a tiger.
1: <laughs> like
2: when I was reading, I was like the tiger. <laughs>
3: Favorite thing about that boss is I came downstairs at like 5.30 in the morning, and all I could hear is Dan fighting that boss going, what the fuck? Because he was so
1: stupid.
2: <laughs>
3: he was so mad, and it went on for a little while. <laughs> yeah, until I beat it.
2: Definitely the hardest boss in the game.
3: Oh, 100%. oh, yeah, for sure. That's apparently the consensus with the whole community. That's the hardest boss out of the whole game. And I don't. Yeah, think I
1: feel was, like, there's no like rhyme or reason to it.
2: I weirdly had a non-boss encounter be just below that in difficulty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, with the centipede though, I I just felt like sometimes I would get trapped like between it and the like the, the column like tower thing that it wraps around. Yeah, and my health would go from full to like five.
2: Yeah, it, it took me a while to. I, I couldn't figure out what was causing damage. Yeah. And then like important- sometimes you could ride on his back, no damage. But then like as you get farther away, it's like, is it because like the open wounds I'm standing on? I'm like trying to figure out why I was losing.
0: Yeah. And then later on, he's walking around the tower. He's turning into this big old like ring that spins around while dropping like four billion poison, like like
2: bubble things. That's what made that hard.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, there's just so much shit in the way, and it's such a small little area. It, 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 it was pretty frustrating. I mean, I ended up doing the strategy of taking out his back closer to his head and working to his tail instead of the other way. I did the other way. Uh, just because that seemed to work better for me. And I took less damage the further away I was from his head. So I was like, alright, this is the way I'm gonna do it. But yeah, most difficult boss in this entire game is the fourth boss for us. And then we have our fifth boss, which is Kishgal, which is the one oh, yeah. you don't have to win.
2: Oh yeah, that's yeah, it's our uh, weird that's toll fact.
0: Where it doesn't matter if you win or lose, it still advances yeah. in the story. Yep. Uh, this is when Lady gets captured in exchange for us not dying. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's cool. And then next is the big fire golem con construct that has like gear arms.
1: Another super say, easy boss. So, it, was, it was easy, probably the easiest boss. But I got there at level twenty one. And I was doing mm. one damage at a time to him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. I almost, I almost broke, like, one of his arms. Like, that's that's how good I was at this boss. And then I ended up just, like, just letting it kill me. And then I went and grinded for four levels, I think. Yeah, I think I was, like, 25. And then it, it was no problem. I was doing, like, 16, 17. 17- <laughs> yeah
2: it's weird how that game was like that like I think after one point I was just over leveled for everything oh
1: I was so, never overleveled.
2: except for when, I'm just going to mention it now where you have to kill those things to get the ring powered up I did one damage to them and um, I was trying to pull all of them at the same time and kite them because I didn't want to take like, and I, like it took me so long to kill one and then I would have to put the clo- uh, cloak back on and like recharge my health, and then I just end up toughing it out and doing it that way instead of trying to fight them all at once.
1: Oh, can I mention something about that now that you brought that up? Sure. So that ring, I, uh, you know, <laughs> you, uh, you charge it, it's an evil ring, if you put it on, you die. Mm-hmm. Did you? Were you wearing it? Well, that? I accidentally wore it, and then I charged it, and then I died, and then I was kind of in tons of space predicament where I was only doing I think three damage at a time so I had to kill them all over again
0: that's what I was Aww. and then
1: and then my dog walked in like as I was doing this and it, like snuck up behind me had my headphones on I was like real into it trying to focus and he scared the <laughs> hell out of me and yeah. then I stopped playing and then I died again and then I had to do it all over again and then because <laughs> I died I didn't notice that I didn't unequip the ring, so then I did it again, and then it killed me again instantly. (laughs) My
2: favorite thing is so I beat them, like, saved, walked into the annex door, and I was like, oh, I just gotta equip the ring, died. And I was like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, you have to wear like two different items at the same time. Yeah, you
2: have to use the gift from Rico, the curse remover or whatever. It's how you clear the save uh, statues.
0: But, uh, yeah, so I did, the first time I did that part two, Dan, I also was wearing the ring.
2: You'd think you had to.
0: Yeah, to absorb the power. But you don't. You just have it in your inventory and it's fine. But then I killed the last one and then did, it did like 9,999 damage. I just instantly died. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, okay, cool. Love that.
1: Time.
0: Um, there's that boss before that. There's only one in between, and that's that like Genocris, which is for us is summoned by. I don't know what her name is. Zava,
1: Zava, Z- yeah,
0: Zava. Is that what it is? Zava.
1: Yeah. Zava. It's like Z A V A.
0: I love yeah. her as a character because she literally refers to us as a bitch the whole time.
1: Oh, she, yeah. She like, oh, hits on no, you at no. the
2: end. It's pretty funny. And your yeah. dude's like, I'm not into middle-aged women. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> yeah, every time we see her, she's like, oh, I'm gonna end you, you little bitch. And I'm like,
2: okay, yeah." Right. It is funny how this game would just like, you know, it's like, kind of innocent, and then out of nowhere it's just like, you'll say you'll see some vile shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but this boss fight had to have been a cakewalk for you guys.
2: Uh, it was pretty easy.
0: Because this ah! this boss is in an, a circle arena and he has like all those like little statue things that he like summons. And he kind of hangs out in the middle of the room, so for us like me and Lauren we're melee attackers, so we have to get close, which is where all the projectiles are, the fire. We have to get pretty close, too. Um, yeah. And such. So, us coming in, we're pretty much guaranteed to hit, get hit by something. I felt like, as a mage, you guys yeah. should have been able to stay a little further away.
2: No, not really, because the way, like, it was, at least the way the fire and everything did, and you had, like, the, the distance isn't that far. But it was probably easier, but I, we still had to be pretty close. It was a lot of just jumping. I just you had to jump and attack him a lot, at least for me.
1: We had like the little pillars. that would like shoot out fire. They'd shoot out like the little orb things, the tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tornadoes, which were annoying. And then I think he also did like electricity, like spikes on you. Well, not yeah. spikes, but like little yeah. it's like on that you.
0: real big ring. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, but this one took me a handful of tries, but I ended up getting it once I kind of figured out like its pattern. I almost felt like this was more RNG for this boss though, because it was like depending upon what it shot at me, it was like how much I was going to take damage wise. So the time that I beat it, I think he was using like mainly the fire and those electrical orbs, which I was able to dodge easier. And I mean, may, everyone's different, probably, but those are the the two that I could dodge the easiest. So the time that I beat it, I was like, I still had like 150 health or something. But like
2: leading up to that, I died a bunch because the tornadoes would screw me all up. Yeah, I think at this point, I was a little bit of a higher level. Hey, well, while we're at this kind of point, how what do you guys do to un uh, petrify those your your knights?
0: We find Hugo, actually, mm-hmm. and he gives us like a replica of the Black Pearl. Okay. And then we have to like take it back, and Lady Fina like charges it for us with like that little shrine
2: statue thing.
1: That's kind it's of the same. Yeah. So originally, with us as Hugo, Hugo, you. Stroll over to that area where they're all like petrified, and Unica's kind of sitting there. And then you kind of tell her that you don't really care about it; like it's not really your problem. You tell her
2: you don't know, so you're, she, you're like, go see. A, was it Candice or K- I, was,
1: I? Is it? I don't remember how to say her name, Candice or Candice or the other sorcerer girl with you. Was it not? She K- knew- is, it is it Kadena? It's been a while. That's.
0: I know uh, i'm know.
2: i not like sure it. we don't anyway. but it tells you to go to her and then she's yeah. mad at you because you just basically like i have i'm gonna keep going like go figure it I'm out on your happy. own
1: but she gets mad because you're supposed to be like the super intelligent super good like sorcerer and she's like you don't even know how to like fix any of this like what good are you then And he's like, well, I don't want to waste my time with this. And she's like, this is wasting time. This is not wasting time. This is saving them. Yikes. Yeah. And then she goes up to like the uh, big room where the one uh, empress is or whatever. And she's talking to them about the little statue thing. And then you come up as like Hugo with like the replica and you kind of like give it to them. And then our, just kind of, you just kinda Which
2: your brother our brother gives it to us randomly. He's just like, yeah. hey, like, you're not strong enough, whatever. This well, I don't remember what he even says to you.
0: Well, we see as Unica, we see uh Toll and Hugo like on a balcony and they're having like a conversation. That would have been then. And basically like Toll tells him like <laughs> you're fucking shit.
2: And then, yep. like,
0: and then he <laughs> turns around and we like pull our sword out and he's like, this is not something you want to do. So then we like step aside and just let him leave. And Hugh goes like, here, take this. And then he just like storms off like an
2: asshole. Uh, see, we like meet back up with you after like feeling guilty. And he gives us like a lecture and we go back to you and we're like, here you go. And then they, then we come back and then you guys use it and then they're free. Yeah,
0: because we have no idea who Toll is.
3: So then, you guys don't see the scene when they get petrified. No,
1: nope. We um, just walk up to it. You know, we, yeah. Whenever we walk up, they're already like unpetrified. Oh, well, it's, pet- uh, they're petrified and unpetrified. Yeah, like second time.
0: Yeah, that Dal Dallas Dallys. Mm-hmm. He uh he like shows up and they're like we like surround him basically, and we're like oh we got the upper hand and then he like teleports out of the way and he's like oh you guys you know like you guys can't really do anything. Like, it doesn't matter what you try. Like, I'm so much stronger than all the holy knights. And then for some reason, he leaves us un, not petrified, and he petrifies everyone else.
1: I mean, we kind of got the gist of it, because you kind of find out about Dallas being there. And then I think they kind of, Unica kind of told you that he did it.
2: Yeah, but well, he- Ponyo like, warned you about, like, some of his abil-
0: uh, like abilities, too. Yeah, yeah. Alright, uh... Next boss is the Clonclar, The man-eating creeper. Which is, uh... Lauren's favorite boss in the whole game. Go ahead, Lauren.
3: <laughs> this the one with the sand?
0: Yeah.
2: Yes.
3: God, I hate this boss. So...
2: Uh- This is easy. This is a breeze.
3: Both times that I fought this thing, I hated it. It's—I don't even know what it is. Like a freaking plant or something. There's like these little plants that come out of the sand that are uh, like—they almost remind me of starfish, but they're—I don't—they're not giant eyeballs. Yeah, and you have to kill them, or it helps the plant like revive or whatever well heal so you go up you fight it a bunch of times and you get its health down jump on its head attack its eye or whatever that's how you kill it but then there's freaking bullet seeds that come out basically there's sand like waves that come at you i hate that boss i hate it so much i struggle on that more than any other boss
0: that's uh, Lauren's centipede.
3: Yeah. By far. When I fought the centipede, the second time anyways, I leveled up, went in, and it took me about five to ten minutes, and I was done with it. Like, this was way worse for me than that one.
0: Yeah. I... Only The only thing I really had with this is, like, I went in, wasn't doing, like, any damage to it, went back to my save file, realized that I could upgrade
2: my weapon again, Upgrade my weapon, came back, beat it first try. Yeah. I think at one point, one of my deaths was, I just was like, I want to die so I could, te- I think I was. you were texting me at that point, and I was like trying to reply. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll just die real quick and just do it. When I, like, one of the
0: few times I see Dan play this game, this is the boss that he was fighting.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you just, I would attack the base first, then the eyes, and then just jump on his head.
0: Yeah, if you take the base out, he stops shooting the bullets, he shot he stops doing the sand, waves, the sand. Yeah, um, and what? then you can just go and beat up the starfish.
2: Yeah. What? You yeah, attack he's... him first, like the base like of him.
0: Yeah, not it doesn't do any damage to his main health. It just it's like stuns like his lower half.
2: Yeah, he won't like attack you, then you carry quill the starfish and then he just drops. I think I beat him in like, like real fast.
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, so I basically, like, right after would... As soon as it came back, I would run in the corner and just kill him, because you could hit him from the side of him. And less of his attacks would get you from that angle. And then I would just stun him again and then go back to beating up the starfish. I have no idea. So, pretty easy boss fight. Uh, Then we move on to Pick pick a moss which is the gram mantine which is like the big praying manis looking thing yep which super easy boss fight annoying Mm -hmm. that he restores health
2: with those little green creature things
1: yeah I was under leveled going in the
2: the things I thought were goblins I was over leveled like this entire game
1: Uh, not me, man. I was, I was doing, like, no damage. I think I sat here for, like, ten minutes fighting him, and I only got him down to, like, half health. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: like, I had him, basically, I Dark Souls boss fought him, because I just memorized all of his motions. So, when I beat him, I took, like, 50 damage. The whole fight.
2: Alright, here's another split in the story. Like, so we get, like, demon powers at this point. And like we like blow this guy away. And then after that Mishu Bisa, or oh god, what's her name? <laughs> I knew I should have list that like had a list.
0: Oh, the one uh, sorcerer like, girl.
2: Both of the sorcerer girls come up, try to talk to you and you're basically like possessed and you're like, I'm gonna kill you bitches. Like <laughs> And then, like, when you're about, ba- like, you blast them away, and as you're about to give you the final thing, Aponia comes up. And Aponia the whole time, this whole game, has been, like, you you two kind of have a thing going on. <laughs> she just refers to oh. us as a hick the whole game. Uh, you No, you actually have, like, she talks to you, you have, like, a relationship with her. This is why, at this point, I wanted to bring this up, is you're doing all this stuff going on, and then, like she like kind of fights you cause she's trying to stop you from killing your friends. And then she gets you to and, break your Go oh, dead.
1: And she doesn't want you to like go to the whole demon darkling side. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that happens
2: like you're, uh, like, she, like, breaks you from your thing. You finally are, like, free. Like, you're, like, getting your sense. You, like, go check on your friends. And then that Dallas guy, uh, he, like, petrifies her for betraying him. And then she, like, dies in your arm. And you have, like, a really sad moment. Because, <laughs> like, you could we, tell they liked each other.
0: We have a sad moment, but it's a little later. Yeah. So, that's interesting. Uh, we but that's, you... like,
2: our thing right there.
0: We fight Epona and she just refers to us as a hick all the time. <laughs> uh But we fight her am- almost immediately after the
2: mantis. Yeah, it would have been right after that, is when, like, that's why I brought that up.
0: Yeah, we don't have demon powers though, so.
3: Nope.
2: I don't Fair. think we really get to use them, do we? No. It's mm-hmm. just like a cutscene.
0: All right. And then uh next up is Zava and her two skullhead things, Yoglex and Amugun.
2: We fight a uh, Keshgal right after. Yeah. You don't fight Zava here? Not right now. No, not after that. You guys
1: fight Epona, we fight Kishgal.
2: Yeah, and we like basically cuz that's her brother. And
1: then you
2: yeah. like fight him and then He basically is like, you know, I'm gonna fight you either way. Like, my sister died for, like, a dumb reason. Or whatever he's talking about. Then afterwards, you, like, part ways is like, he's like, I'm gonna let you do your thing. Keep her trinket she gives you, and blah, blah. Huh. Yeah, there's, like, it's a lot of story stuff right there. Yeah, because we fight
0: Epona. Nothing really comes of it all that much. And then we fight Zava, and... Yeah, we fight that fight right after she traps us in like a like a magic trap, like a snare. Mm. And Roy comes up, which is one of the holy knights. He's like our like the one that was like training us. Yeah. And uh he gets us out of the trap, but he's basically getting hit by magic the whole time he's doing it. <laughs> and then as soon as he breaks the trap, she hits him with like some crazy magic spell and he gets shot like out of the arena. Like that we're in, and then we immediately pull our sword because we're like free now, and then we have to fight her. And this boss fight is just such a pain in the ass. Not that yep. it's difficult;
2: it's just you <laughs> got double jump every. They're, they're just so
0: annoying. The one tries to suck you in all the time. The one shooting like laser beams at you, and then she's just flying around like shooting these little bullets that were doing like three damage to me, and I was like, "Get out of here!" But, uh, is there anything else about that boss fight, Lauren, that that we should mention?
3: No, I mean, I struggled with it at first until I got the burst ability, because that's right when you get it, and then it was pretty easy after that.
0: Oh, the burst ability makes the last couple bosses an absolute joke. Mhm. Um, but after we finish that fight we go check on Roy and then this is our like intimate moment where he like dies in our arms and he gives us some like necklace thing that has his last bit of life which you can only use one time but if you're wearing it and you die you come back to life well, it's like yeah, I'm assuming it's the same yeah. item just from different people um, and then we fight Kishgal after this.
1: We fight Toll.
0: Yeah. Kishgal shows up. Because Kishgal is the one that killed our dad. Oh. Like when our dad was like on the surface. Kishgal's only goal was to get strong <laughs> enough to kill him. Which he achieved after three battles. So then our, you know, we see him and we're like, hey, we're going to avenge our dad. And he's like, oh, you're fucking pussy. Like, you suck, and then he turns into, like, his <laughs> demon form. And I beat him first try, because he's terrible. Did you struggle with Kishkall, Lauren?
3: Uh, the first couple times, yes. After that, I finally figured out the way to go about it, and it, was, it wasn't it was too bad after that. I killed him pretty quickly. I,
0: I killed Kishkall with no strategy. I ran in and I just started beating the shit out of him with the sword and the fire and then as soon as my like burst meter filled up I would just use it on him. So how is your guys' fight with Toll here? Is he demonic? He
2: turns like, yeah. yeah he gets like a is it a second phase or I can't remember
1: uh, if you fight
2: him then he turns into like a demon form and he's like I'll give you all I got or some shit. At this point, like, Hugo's, like, matured a bit, so it's not as, like...
0: He's not as arrogant?
2: Yeah. So it's like you beat him with, like, your power. You, like, won't use your demon power.
0: And then... Well, uh,
1: it's kind of rough. Kind of, I guess.
0: Is Toll uh, hard
1: to fight? He just dashes. Like, yeah, he's, like, in your face I constantly. Just, like, flashes, like, constantly.
0: Because, like, Kishkal is, like, not hard he just did
2: about ice ability when i ever them. him but yeah I, like i said at this point i'm oh i i i'm pretty over leveled so, so going know. into the
0: final boss what level were you do you know like
2: 51
0: oh i was 49 i mean exactly the same level as the boss it's also
3: 49.
1: I think I was 50 because I think I beat Toll and I was 48 and then whenever I beat him, it put me up to 50.
0: So uh, who wants to take on Dally's the deranged, the very last boss of the game?
2: All right. I'm, so I'm just trying to think of if there's like there's. So you go up there, he taunts you, uh, taunts us about trying to bring out our demon form, and then he's like, I'll force you, you break it. Or or ever or the goddess uh, like uh Fina shows up and then they help each other. Then you like everybody gives you power or something, and you fight the boss. Like how how you guys encounter him at the end?
0: Well, when we get like, up it, like, there similar? originally, it's he has Lady Rhea and then mm-hmm. he has, like, a magic wall that we, like, try to attack at first and we can't get through. And he's like, ah, you can't break it. You're going to need some hell, hella strong magic in order to break this wall. So then we're kind of just standing there and he charges up this, like, massive spell like, that he's about to kill us with. And then Fina shows up with, like, everyone and then save us. They like, put, like, a shell okay, over us, that, basically. That's,
2: that's basically the same.
0: And then uh, Fina and Rhea... Combine powers to destroy the wall. And then we get like sucked into like a separate dimension, dimension sort of, thing. because no one else is there.
2: Yeah, I didn't understand that part. <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> and then he converts himself into this like giant, weird, like, godlike
2: creature because
0: I, I all... couldn't tell if he's going to be
2: that thing or. I don't. Kind of remind that. me of like a Gundam there for <laughs>
0: He, he kind of does because he like puts out those like weird little gun dudes. Mm-hmm. To, like float to the sides of them yeah you yep. so this is like every old school like rpg where like the final boss can never just be the human form it's always like he turns into some like god creature and then you have to fight him that way this is a three-phase fight the first phase is an absolute joke The second phase, you just have to take his, like, shield down using the correct skill, which is also kind of a joke. And then phase three is the hardest, which is where I died. Like, the couple attempts it took me to beat it. What was phase three? Phase three is where, like, the two guns come out and you
2: have to destroy both Oh, of and you have them. to kill the guns. Okay. But then
0: he's, like, he has that weird, like, big circle that absorbs you and if he catches you in it, he hits you with the laser beam.
2: Yeah, I died to that once, and then once I knew just to dodge that thing, it was pretty easy. The second phase actually took me longer, because I didn't realize how... Like, I just had to basically stand next to him and activate an ability. Like, I didn't know that. Because it's just a blue shield, and I didn't understand that I had to go put my shield bubble thing on and go stand by it, and it takes one damage, so I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like the other ones like make sense when it's like orange, they use my fire one, and if it's like yellow, I use the mines. But the blue one, I just assumed it was just a shield, and I was like, How do I break the shield? Yeah, you just gotta stand by it, like with your thing equipped.
1: So that was the hardest phase for me because once I figured out, it was easy. Our uh, our yellow skill
0: shows up purple. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it had me so confused. <laughs> I was like, "Why is it purple? What does purple mean?"
0: <laughs> huh? Yeah. So you like, the, our first different. one is green. So you go over and you do your spin attacks. So ours so- is like blue. Like right. mine was
2: like blue. So I was super confused.
0: And then our middle one is red. So we use our fire sword. And then the last one is like purple. And I was like, "What the fuck is purple?" Yeah,
2: ours is side. blue, yellowish purple. Yeah, I guess that yellow is purple. It is kind of I purple. I mean,
0: process of elimination, obviously, like, this is yeah. the last skill you haven't used. But it was, like, still, like, why is it purple?
2: Well, like, the weird thing is we can't attack with our shield, and, like, it it never really does damage to anybody. There's, like, one damage. It just blocks stuff. So it's, like, I never thought to go stand by him.
3: Yeah, that's kind like,
2: Weird during the fight to like activate it and then, like when i do stand by him and hit him it's like it's only doing one or two damage i didn't even you know i'm like i'm just so confused Then yeah, once i seen the bar actually go down because you stand long enough
0: yeah that phase three was the hardest for me personally and it was just like i didn't realize that both the little things that the gun thing shoot out and him shoot out both like grab you you. in basically Uh, so it took me a couple tries there but then I got it and uh, that's the end of the game we didn't really touch base on it but like essentially he's trying to infuse the real black pearl which is what allowed Solomon Shrine to escape the surface and like restore it's like demon essence or some shit is that, I got that right, right? Yeah, something like that.
2: He's, like, trying to give the Pearl a true form.
0: Yeah, and then after we beat him, Lady Rhea and Lady Fina are like, well, we're going to make it good, but we're going to go into, like, an internal slumber. Or, they're like, we don't know how long it will last. Like, you know, whatever. And um, then they... Con- mm-hmm. They, like, convert it to good, basically. And then we have our goodbyes because they're like, oh, like, Unica, you've always been, like, a little sister to us. See, for uh... us...
1: Go ahead. For us, she... uh, They, uh... Goddesses or whatever they're considered. They, uh... No, whenever you beat uh Dallas, he hey, mentioned that our bloodline. our bloodline is like hey, super dude. bad. Some some bullshit about our bloodline and then whenever the goddesses like infuse the black pearl or whatever, she kinda, they kinda tell us like we're 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 pretty fucking good. We're we're awesome.
2: <laughs> You're more than your bloodline. Like, you'll tread yeah. your own
1: path, basically.
0: <laughs> yeah, because ours is like, you know, like, they purified or whatever. And then they're like, oh, like, we're so proud of you. Like, overcoming your efficiencies, basically. And then, uh, yeah, we they ask us to bury them, like, deep underground. With the pearl. With the pearl, and then uh, as we go to leave, uh, Unica and a couple characters decide to stay. I don't know if I can't remember if Hugo's one of them. He yeah, you know, is
1: for do. us. He is one for us.
2: So, so are you? Your Roy's still alive. Yeah, in ours. Uh, Roy's dead in ours. Yeah, no, you guys stay on the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so we stay and we like are like, oh, we're going to rebuild the surface and we want to be close to the goddesses in case they need us. And then the game ends.
2: Yeah. I don't remember Hugo's like, he was just like, I'm going to stay down here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his dad's the one that betrayed everybody. Because his dad's one of the priests and there's one point where the goddesses are like, we're suspicious about something. And I think it's when they say that they're talking about like his name. That's fair.
0: I don't, like I don't obviously get too much of anything from him because we didn't play as Hugo. Yeah. But when you finish the game, you unlock a third character that you can go through the story with, and that is Toll. Ah,
1: um, uh, so it depends, I guess. On PlayStation Four, you have to beat it both times. Like you would beat it with Unica and Hugo to unlock Toll. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, on steam i just had to be at once and i got access yeah, to yeah. Toll. Yup. but all right uh what were your guys' times to completion i put both of mine so steam tells me it's 13.7 hours my in-game time is just over eight and a half hours
2: so did you go by in-game by like your last save is yeah. that how you figured it yep. okay mine was nine hours exactly on my last save
0: Okay. Oh, and 8.
2: twelve hours in Steam, apparently.
0: Yeah, thirteen point seven hours in Steam, and then, like I said, it's like I think it's like eight hours and thirty six minutes or something is my last save.
1: So I I don't know how to see like the time on PlayStation, but according to my last save, I am at a good old six hours and fifty six minutes. Speedrunner, speedrunner, Dan, let's go. <laughs>
0: That's what happens when you don't read any of the dialogue.
3: Woo. I read all the dialogue. I read
0: everything, <laughs> man. <laughs> Lauren, did you uh do you know what yours are?
3: Yeah. Uh, I don't know about on the switch what it said, because that's what I played on, but in game it said eight hours and fifty seven minutes.
0: Nice. Tanza took you the longest. In game. And- yeah, I was like,
2: also the highest <laughs> level, okay, great.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I finished at forty. Well, I mean, technically, I finished at fifty because after I beat him, I leveled up. Like five. Oh, I have
2: no idea. I was gonna say, I have no idea what I gained from beating him.
0: So, um, fifty is what I finished the game at. But uh, yeah, do we? Uh, you guys have anything else about Ease Origin? No, this is a longer episode, but there was quite a bit to this. It's good. It was a good like time. It. Nothing else from you, Dan Lauren?
1: Um, I I just wanted to ask a question because I don't know anything about Yeast, but are the other games like connected at all? Like, how connected are they?
3: This is a prequel. It takes place seven hundred years before the first game.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. This like uh, the world and stuff
2: big. is connected.
3: Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Mm. It's literally the land of yeast. It's just 700 years in the past. So you'll see in a lot of the newer games, they'll be like, like I started putting pieces together after playing this. It started making more sense in my brain based on not playing every game yet. But uh, you'll see in the world, there'll be like locations that Adol will go to and they'll be like, oh, like, You know, there's demon like monsters in these areas that you have to clear them out. The one area, I don't know if this is technically the way it is, but there is an eight a giant hole in the ground, and they don't know what it came from because this is obviously much further in the future. So I'm wondering if that's the land where Solomon's shrine was, but I haven't looked to confirm that.
1: Uh
2: Probably.
0: yeah, I oh, just yeah. know that, like, this one doesn't follow, like, all stories, but, like, almost all the other ones do. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, his adventures. Yeah.
2: Yeah, gotcha.
3: yeah every, every game besides this one is one book of his adventures. And from what Falcom's, like, president or whoever said, there's a hundred books. So we're only on going on to book ten of a hundred.
0: Nice. Yeah. <laughs> could, could be an interesting world. But uh, let's move on to recommendation. Each episode we go around and we find out if we would recommend the game and why or why not. So starting with Dan, would you recommend Ooh. this
1: game and why or why not? Yes, I would recommend it. I don't I don't I was trying to think of like why? I don't I don't know. It's just I don't know. I thought it was a fascinating story, kind of a good little adventure game. You no. Know, going up the little the little ladder, well, the tower. I don't know. I I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. I liked the characters. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know.
2: Wow. Well, <laughs> Tanze uh yeah, it was really good. It definitely I like wanna see the difference in like playing uh like if it's possible for me to go through all of them. Even though I know one and two are drastically gameplay different from this. I know they get like way different long like as they go, but like as this pack of buying them all, it's like The other yeah. one's gonna play like an nes like action RPG.
0: I've only ever played outside of this now. I've played eight, and that was it.
2: Yeah, I've played a bit of eight.
0: Um, But yeah, I'm going to
2: recommend it 100%.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, Lauren, you played this last time, like a a long time ago. Obviously, you didn't finish the final boss, but does this hold up? Is it better now? Is it worse now?
3: I mean, you guys know I'm a big fan of these series. This was my pick i I mean, I still enjoyed it the second time through it did make it a little easier to get through, knowing how things were, like, oh, I gotta do this. Some of these bosses, like the centipede boss, I went into that already, knowing like I had to destroy the spikes on his back, stuff like that, so I thought it made it a little easier and more bearable to go through a second time. I think if I struggled just as hard on all of the bosses. Like I did when I originally first tried it. I might not have enjoyed it as much, but I mean, I still liked it.
0: I think the only thing, if I was you, that I would have done different is I would have done Hugo.
3: Yeah, I, I I even said that too. I was like, man, I should have just tried it with the other character. I didn't think about it at the time. I was just trying to jump in to get it like started.
0: And uh, I would also recommend it. I... Like this one a lot more than I liked eight. I think it's something to do with like the fast-paced action, like combat, and maybe the story's not as strong in this one. But I I just like the how this one works better. You move up the tower, you fight people along the way, you fight creatures along the way. It's very simple, but like I found myself like attached to it. Like I was able to stream this eight hours straight. So that tells you what kind of grasp it had on me. Sure. So I would recommend this. Um, I don't know what I would recommend it on, though. It ran well on the computer. Um, yeah,
2: I would say it Don't. I didn't have any issues.
0: I didn't have any issues with it either. Lauren didn't seem to have anything on the, on the Switch, and I don't know how Dan's experience with the PS4 was.
1: We only had problems with uh, with centipede, I think.
2: Like the game, or like
1: you? Oh, uh, the game.
2: Oh, what was the game?
1: Whenever he would come out of like the ring, like his ring form, he would kind of come down, and then half of his body would like go through the tower, like in the middle. And no, so it's like and no. it jump on him because he was glitched through it. But besides, is kind of it. I think something like wanted,
3: I would recommend it on a handheld or PlayStation, but the handheld gave me more of like the feeling of playing the Vita ones and the PSP ones, which are closer to that style. Is uh, if you look at like I don't know if it's four or five. But when I was playing a little bit of it on the PSP, that's the same, like, vibe I get from it. I think they do really well on handheld, so I prefer it that way.
0: Yeah, I I liked it on Steam. I didn't have any issues with it, so overall, performance-wise, I think you'd probably be okay on anything. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: But, uh, alright, you guys have any type of reviews for this game?
3: I have one up on my computer currently, so it's thirty six point five hours on record. This is on Steam, they recommend it, which is great. But the the comment says this game is cool. I wonder what it would be like if French people were real.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I
3: <was> like, what? <laughs> There's no context. What does that mean?
0: Are the names considered
1: French? Uh,
3: I don't know. Are they? Uh, I,
1: I, so. From my understanding of things. I've kind of. Looked up things about. Like the whole series thing. I guess yeast is based. Off of a French. like Folklore.
3: That makes sense.
1: So they so, just wonder if, like, any of these characters
0: are real.
3: I guess? I don't even uh, know
0: what that means, though, in context. Pretty odd.
2: <clears throat> um,
0: I, I don't have any reviews. I didn't look anything up review-wise, because I knew the episode was going to be long, so I didn't want to, like, have a ton here.
2: Uh, there's not too many reviews that aren't, like, in-depth. There's one that says, "Ye, sir. Like it's a yes sir, <laughs> Ye, sir, and then uh, everything else is pretty positive. Uh,
3: yeah. This one says, wow, like, a thorough evaluation of how bad you are at video games. The yeah, well, it's f- pretty great and actually gets better the higher you go up.
2: Yeah, well, we'll talk about bad at video games. This is some of the most infuriating criminal boss designs I've ever seen in a video game. The Bat Demon boss is the very definition of anti-fun. I can't imagine the limited window vulnerability. Who's like it just goes on this thing. It's like if you didn't beat that boss on either one, like you and they played eight hours of the game. That's pretty sad. Yeah.
3: Yikes. Oh, they must be bad. <laughs>
2: that's what I'm saying. Like the other person, that talking about like skill or whatever, and it's like. He just is ranting about that boss. So he never, I don't think he ever beat that boss.
0: I wonder how hard this game is on Nightmare. Oh, probably probably pretty extremely hard. Because it was. I played on Normal. Yeah, that's why I played it on 2. Time. And it was It was difficult at times. Yeah. Good for
3: reviews.
2: Yeah, there's not like real fun ones. And that was the only negative one. They were stuck on the bot, uh, Bat Boss, which is pretty sad.
0: And it's sad. Get good. All right, Tunza, you have the pick, you know, our game pick for the month of November. So how about you tell us what we're going to play and why you chose it and explain how you're going to choose this.
2: All right. So I did it while we were just talking here. I had 12 games listed just in like notepad because my original pick uh, didn't go because it didn't fall in the criteria anymore because it's not on Game Pass. So I just picked 10 games or 12 games that were under 10 hours or just maybe a little bit over a little bit less. And I just did a number generator and whatever number I got twice out of the 12 I pi- is what I'm picking. And the game is Moonlighter. Which is. OK, okay
0: I know what this is.
2: Yeah, it's like a roguelike uh, opening a sh- like you dungeon crawl during the day di- or the night. And then you open and run a shop during the day. Uh, you guys actually got for me for Christmas a couple years back. I never finished it. Uh, I, I only beat the first area, and there's like four or five big areas. Uh, it says it's right around ten hours. Uh, I think that would just depend on like you, because like you have to figure out the market value of things to sell. Uh, like, like if a you value? gather, yeah, if you gather stuff from like the dungeon, you have to like determine which thing. It, which I will tell you. This is just anybody who, if they decide to play it a little while. Things can go up. <laughs> if something is like, they're like, oh, yeah. Like, because you'll see them. If they think they're like, they rip you off. They're like, they'll have like a little emo- like, uh, emoticons next to them. And if it's like star eyes, like this is the best deal ever. It's like, oh, man, you're probably getting ripped off really bad. It took me a while to figure that out. <laughs> but but that's the game for... uh. My I I pick. I, yeah, which it's funny because like I was going to pick a lot of like a lot of the things I was originally looking at were like horror stuff. And then I found stuff because I was like, I don't really want to play a horror game in November. And then I found other stuff and then I did this and now we're here.
0: Well, that works out. I already own it, so
2: Same. It's also a game pass. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: on like every thing ever.
2: Platform. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I kind of stick when I pick games. One, I'm also broke, but like games are easy enough for everybody to have. Uh, Gamepad or how long the beat says it's around 13 hours, but I feel like that's still probably
0: fine. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, Any say on this, Dan, Lauren? No. I suck at Roguelikes,
3: but I'll give them a shot.
1: You'll live. <laughs> You'll live.
3: <laughs>
0: Alright. Uh great. I had a lot of fun today talking about Yee's origin on NLGC. But before we go, we wanted to share where you can find us online.
2: First we have a YouTube channel called Nerdlag, where we'll be uploading some great content. So make sure to subscribe for the latest videos. We have a Facebook page at Nerdlag Game Club. Make sure to like the page so you can get the latest news about the podcast. You can also find us over on Twitter, at NerdLag, where we share some of the latest gaming news and stuff we find interesting. And lastly, we have a Discord, at NerdLag, where you can talk to us in voice chat and join in some discussion about everything nerdy, like video games, anime, movies, and chat with like-minded people. If you would like to join, ask for an invite. Uh, We also want to thank everyone that tuned in for this episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with your friends. And also follow us on Spotify, it really helps.
0: On to the final credits. At the end of each episode, we just take a couple minutes and talk about anything we've been playing, any gaming news we want to talk about, or just nerd lag in general. Um, is there any guys you want to start off with, or should we go straight to Dan?
2: You go straight to Dan.
0: Dan, you know what time it is.
1: There's been no raft update. <laughs> <laughs> We've been playing Overwatch 2. Yeah, yeah, we and
2: got ranked. Yeah, we did get ranked. They got ranked the highest, I think. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Yeah, I'm great. Top two. Uh, we
2: we played last night and went on a straight losing streak. Like oh, yeah. nobody knew how to play, and it was so frustrating. Because <laughs> I just needed two wins.
1: Dude, the one game they kept me and Adam were healers, like support, and our DPS kept. Yelling at us because we weren't like healing and doing anything. And then we lost, and then he started blaming Tunza, which was the tank, and not us anymore. And it was like, this guy doesn't know who to like blame for this, (laughs) even though like it it was definitely his
2: fault. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I also like that my
2: mic was muted that entire time.
1: (laughs) I was bitching
2: up a storm because he's you just he's like spending half his time just messaging.
0: Yeah. Um I don't have a whole lot.
2: Dan's been playing Call of Duty and playing Resident Evil. Uh, it's
1: new. Yes. Well, it finished Resident Evil, Resident Evil Seven, and Resident Evil Village. Beat them both. Just in time I'm, for the
2: DLC, right?
1: Yeah.
0: From watching you play those, mm-hmm. Seven's the better game.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so too. Just in terms of like poor scariness, I think seven is better.
0: Yeah, eight, like, especially but towards the
1: end. Really has like more of a huge story compared to seven.
0: Well, eight just reminded me of like an action game, especially at the end.
1: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Warren. The DLC looks a bit like
3: What's
2: up? actiony, too. Did you have anything you want to talk about?
0: Did you want to talk about Nana?
3: I uh, I as Nana is the new anime I'm obsessed with. <laughs> <laughs> I uh binged through all 50 episodes within probably a week, and I started watching or er, listening to the soundtrack <laughs> on Spotify. So I've been listening to that at work, in my car, etc. And then I ordered all the manga for it. And I was looking at figures for it. And yeah, it was a mess. God, you're a
2: weeb as I (laughs) caught up on One Piece. Well, I caught up to dub One
3: Piece. Uh, Oh, yeah. See? No. I literally did not watch a single other show until I finished it. And then I had to play games and at work and. Oh, my life's been so just crazy. That's oh, and so I, got, I got a new desk that uh, Cory and Tunza put together for me.
2: That did it happen. Was... The second one
0: was fun. <laughs> yeah, we speed yeah. ran the second desk.
3: Yeah, it was nice. I got a nice big L-shaped desk like I have at work, and that's awesome. And I did get a glass shelf, but one of the sides were shattered, so I still got to take that back, but it's, my game room's coming along, eventually. But yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I've just
0: been streaming the GameCube games, and, and that's pretty much it. Nothing really crazy to talk about for me, just been a little busy as of recent.
1: And then Tunza's just Tonsa. Of-
2: yeah, same. Um, tons, same old thing. tons of jumping between games, and that's about <laughs> it.
1: All we right. played Overwatch last night. <laughs> besides that, man, besides that,
2: uh, sometimes I'd be a game
1: yeah. last month. Yeah, I mean, besides just... the podcast game, just
2: to... <laughs> it's like three, four days ago. Yep. Yeah. I'm right, playing right. a game right now.
0: Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> It's getting hostile in here. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so I had fun having this little extra time at the end of this episode, but I think it's time for us to install the next game and get ready for the next episode. So thank you for
1: listening, and we will see you in the next one. Goodbye!